Gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Wonderful things already that you have not seen. So today we'll just talk about the established Word. It's a difficult one to title for me. I used to be a preacher. He just comes and preaches, and he says you can title it whatever you like. Sometimes title giving can be difficult, but message you will not forget. So our test is taken from Psalm 119, verse 89. Psalm 119, and verse 89. I read from the New King James Version first, and then you will put up the Amplified for us. And then finally, we put up the God's Word version. Very short passage. If we do it in our usual Wednesday manner, shall we all please read together? Want to go, please, from the same version? Forever. Can we take it one more time, if we may, please? Okay. If we go to the Amplified version, let's read together as well. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven, stands firm as the heavens. And go to God's word finally, if you have. If you don't have, I read from mine. You don't seem to have that word. He said, Lord, your word is established in heaven forever. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is established. It is firmly rooted. And I believe that's why the scripture says we pray and start our prayer with our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Thy will be done on as it is in. Simply meaning that as long as the word of God is settled, there's no controversy, there's no argument, there's no, shall we move it and change it a little bit? In heaven, he also expects us to pray it down that to be established in here in our own life here or not does that make sense so we settled that there's no controversy whatever god has said in heaven it stands the changing stars the changing moon the season and times don't change them god is the only one who can say my word is settled you have tried it before you said that i would be there at a particular time you couldn't be there even though you wanted to be we have tried and made many promises before only the word of god is settled and my heart cry is for you and I is that that word will be settled in our lives. I said to be settled in our lives. So we are established on the word of God. Three things I mentioned quickly without much explanation because if you take the gospel, it said, Lord, your word is established in heaven forever. And so we need to also bring that to the realm of where that we are living, to the earthly realm. And so I believe, number one, that we are established on the word of God. This is the foundation of our faith. We establish on the word. We establish, number two, by the word. It is the substance of our faith. That is, what makes us to be who we are as Christians is the word of God. Remove the word and we're nothing. Number three, we are established in the word. That is, it surrounds us. It's like the pillar is like the prop of our faith. And so, we will spend time on those. Each one of them, we can spend a good part of half an hour on each. But that won't be our focus today. Our focus will be more on the practical aspect of things. 
But one thing I want to tell you before we go on, please be very careful and be very clear about that. Without any shadow of doubt, the greatest weapon that God has given us as believers is what? The word of God. And the strange thing is that it's not so secret a weapon. The devil knows you have it. That's why he does not want you to know the word. That's why he does not want me to know the word. So the word is all you need. You don't need anything more than the word. Tell your neighbor the word is all you need. Because if it's the word we're talking about, we shall all be participants in this today. Tell your neighbor, another neighbor, the word is all you need. And I pray that word will be sufficient for you in Jesus' name. So for the purpose of understanding so that I can quickly go on and we apply the word into situation and circumstance today because we'll be ministering as the Lord, I believe, has insisted. I will look at this quickly from three areas. Number one, the word on you. Number two, the word in you and the word from you. The word on you is the first part. And how do I get the word to be on me? I get the word by creating an atmosphere of the word of God around me. I create an atmosphere of the word of God around me. This topic, you have heard so much about it. I was almost saying, Lord, what shall I tell them again? In fact, many times when we start talking about the word of God, many of us will clamp up. But I will just want to expose us onto the fact that we are where we are because of the word. If I've gone very far, it's because of the word. If I've not gone as far as church, I've gone to be very, very sincere and honest with you. I still got some work to do on the word. And so if we can all live here, humbled and sobered, including myself, that I've not gone as far as I should have simply because I've not, do, I've not done with the word what I should have done with it, I think the purpose will have been established. So it's going to be a gentle way of nudging us to where we are. So the first thing that you should create an atmosphere of the word around you. You become what you surround yourself with. Do you agree with me? You become what? What you surround yourself with. You stay around somebody who smokes. And you discover that you started smelling or cigarette smoke yourself. And some of us, I don't know whether I should, I can say this nicely. Please also watch what you wear to your kitchen, especially when we cook those our nice, spicy, and well savory food. Because some of us will come out really, really smelling food. In the place we should not be smelling food. You become the kitchen. You become the kitchen. Some, actually, we're having pushback at work because nobody has had the audacity to tell us that that's still food on you. Not to like it much. Not taking much liking to it. You become it. And as I, t- I wasn't going to bring this up, you know, I, occasionally I do that. I was in the kitchen yesterday and I was cooking and um, I have, before I come out yesterday for some church program, I remember very clearly that I, I had to change because I first changed. I went out, came back home, and I said, let me just do some cooking. And I changed into some particular clothing, uh, changed my trousers, changed my top, and then went to the kitchen and I cooked. Um, I, by the time we were sleeping yesterday, I was telling my wife, I said, this trouser is still smelling of food. I didn't even bother to put it among others. It's still smelling of food. Because I was in the atmosphere. Of, do you know that we, we don't know how much of what you are smell, smelling when you come to church like this? And I pity those that quick, they, on their own, I'm okay, I'm okay. For just coming like this, something sticks on you. You know, many of you, many times, you've been quoting Bible verses that you didn't memorize. Do you know how you, you know how then? You've been coming. And you don't know who has not been coming. 
You know, some stories of the Bible, you know, simply because you just show up and turn up. It smells on you. So the first thing is that you must create what? An atmosphere of the word, what? Around you. And Jesus Christ, from a very early age, he surrounded himself with the word. In Luke chapter 2, verse 46. Luke chapter 2, verse 46. The Lord surrounded himself with the word. And he says, now so it was that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting at the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. He just sat amongst them. Uh, Not that they probably eventually knew as much as he did, but he humbled himself and he sat under teaching. And he continued to access the word throughout his life here on earth. In Luke chapter 4, verses 16 to 21. Luke 4, 16 to 21. He was always in the Bible, in, in, the, in the temple or the, in the synagogue listening to the word. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. Let's keep going. If you want to talk about the word, we should read the word today. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, verse 19, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, verse 20. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on it. Infantant and fantastic passage. Do you know sometimes when they read scripture like that, you think he's talking about you? It's not because he's the son of God. You receive something straight from the Lord simply by reading the scripture. Jesus, our Lord, don't think because he was God incarnate. He keyed right into it and he got it from there. Jesus quoted from 24 different books in the Bible. 24 different books of the Old Testament. Not because he's the son of God. It's because he just used the same principle that you need to use. The ones he quoted most in order, I think, was the book of Psalms. He quoted about, uh, if I remember, about 12 times from Psalms. He quoted from Isaiah maybe about eight times. He quoted from Deuteronomy so many times. He quoted from the book of Exodus. And all these quotations were right from head. Do you know Jesus Christ quoted them without owning a Bible? He didn't have a Bible. What was it? He was just hanging around the temple. Just hanging around the synagogue. He was just trying to memorize them. He did only two things apart from preaching. He would pray and he would study the word of God. That same word will work for you. I said we work for you and I in Jesus' name. Where you say that's Jesus. Well, not just Jesus. Peter was a fisherman. And we are not sure whether he was even literate. But Peter, when he preached the very first sermon, Acts chapter 2, the man quoted verbatim three Bible passages from head. He quoted Joel chapter 2, 28 and 29. He said the Spirit, uh, that's when he said that the time is coming when the Spirit of the Lord will, will come upon you and your children will prophesy and continue. He quoted from Psalm 16. When he was then concluding in verse 11, starting from verse 8, I think he said that he has said that your spirit will not see corruption. He quoted from Psalm 110, verses 1 and 2. He said, the Lord said unto my Lord, that sit at my right hand until I make your enemy thy fools too. Those are the direct quotations from an illiterate person. Please, brethren, we, we need to stand before God on the last day and say, what have we done? These are people that don't know anything. They quoted. Apart from, the, apart from the paraphrase, the story of David, everything that he did, you will, do, you will do better. I was going to say you will do so, but you will do better. You will do better in Jesus' name. 
So what are the things that will help us so that we can do this and surpass those that have been before us? Number one, listen to the word on any media. We don't talk of tapes anymore. Does anybody see our cassette player? I may have to buy it and keep it. Who knows how much it will cost tomorrow? Antiquity. Listen to the word on any of the media. I don't know. Even if you say CD now, they don't do CD anymore. What do you, what do you listen to? Just listen. Listen online. Listen offline. Just listen. Tell your neighbor, listen. Faith comes by and hearing the I beg you, please listen to the word. I know World Cup is going on. Wimbledon will soon start. But in the midst of all that, listen. Blessed are those who do not watch football. (laughs) For they shall have time to study the word of God. Blessed are those who have no interest in tennis. And I say amen now. (laughs) For you shall have abundance of time to hear the word. Listen, listen. Amen? Amen. Number two, under the dues to help you. Make great investments. And I will tell you the great investment. Very, very great investment. You know the investment? Number one, how many of us, please, if I may, pardon me. I don't want to be overbearing or very rude. How many of us have smartphone here? I don't want people that sit on the fence. Smartphone is either an Android or iPhone or Windows, how many of us? Please, I beg now. It's not big deal. Can I see? Let me see clearly. I really appreciate your cooperation. God bless you. How many of us don't have a smartphone? If I said I would give you one, maybe you have put up your hand. <laughs> ah, no, too late. <laughs> And I will see what we can do. (laughs) If truly and indeed. Amen. Where am I going? If you have a smartphone, that means you can download a free Bible app. The investment will be maybe your data on your phone or maybe your Wi-Fi. Ten years ago, I won't be able to preach like this. But I can't be preaching what I preached ten years ago. I'm preaching for today. One Maybe 12 years ago, I prayed the same sermon. And it got, had great effect. I'm trusting God it will have the same effect. You know the effect it had. It was on a Wednesday, and I told guys, to listen to the scripture. Listen in the bathroom. Listen everywhere. You know what? I got? And I said, please, go and invest. That, those, those days, they were real investment. I think a whole Bible set will cost close to 70 pounds, close to 100 pounds. They were on CDs. They were, I know, multiple and multiple. You put one in, whether in the car or anywhere. And, you know, I, when somebody bought her own, and started benefiting from it, bought me a set. I still have that set now. But times have changed. You don't even need a dime to have it. So you will download Bible apps if you have not. I'm, I'm not just saying Bible apps. Bible apps that can read to you. Is that okay? Is that okay? Are we going somewhere together? Now, I'm not a guest minister. I'm your pastor. And I'm t- talking to my own people. Is that clear? And if I talk to my own people, I may have to check on what we have said. I'm totally, I know some of you have it already, but I'm not saying just buy the one or download the one, but the one that can read unto you. And have them in different voices. There was one, I'll tell you some of the secret. Audible was doing something like that. Audible is part of Amazon. 
And what they did was that, you know, the one I had, those ones were read by actresses in, and actors and actresses in the U.S., and I just don't know how to copy all of it. It's going to be too tedious. So I said, look, let me just get something online. And I eventually got it. What they did was that for a period of three months, we have free access. So you can go to Audible, and I got the free access. But you put in your credit card or debit card. Please write it on your table when you cancel. They will give you four credits. to ah, Look, they know now. So me, Shannon, I'm not spending their business. There are still some who we forget. In fact, the only time I forgot, I forgot that one. I had to painfully part with £7.99 the monthly one because I forgot to cancel. When the thing came out of my account, and always check your accounts. It does not matter. When it came out of my account, I ran. I canceled it. But they've given me four more credits, four more free books. So that one is good. Take your time. Look for a very good one. I'm telling you something practical. Are you hearing me? And we shall come back and give the result in this place in the name of Jesus. My word is limited. The word of God is not limited. That is where the power is. If we have the word, we shall move forward. So that's investment number one. What's investment number one? Download Bible app. That can. Thank you. Great investment. Investment number two. Buy a headphone. Buy what? And I don't think anything stops you from buying and these ranges. Um, there are five pounds S phone because it's for audio. You don't need anything of high fidelity. You agree with me? What is the most expensive headphone? Anybody? You 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 guys that do music. How much? A thousand. How much? Up to five thousand. Okay, don't buy those ones. <laughs> don't buy those ones. Don't, don't, there's no, whatever, for any reason, don't buy those ones. There are very good ones for five pounds or at most ten pounds. That is if you have lost the headphone that came with your phone. That's if you have lost. If you have not lost it, go and bring it out. Amen. Amen. And with the children we have in our time, many of them, they're probably taking your headphone and used it. Now hide it because it's your life or need. Can I hear a good amen unto that? If I stop the sermon now, you are going on with something. Because you can only benefit from what is useful that has been given unto you. What I have, I have given unto and the Lord will take you forward. Do you know all of us, we have our damn moments? Do you know sometimes I emerge from my damn moment only through listening to the scriptures? No matter how much we stand down, it varies for individual. That might just be a little deep. Just this last week, the Lord just, just reminded me, and I believe he asked me to share with you, to be open with you. I had those damn moments. Everything seemed to be going on, but I just, just couldn't. And I decided, well, a little bit of step further, I couldn't put the headphone in. I had this... Um, wireless speaker, Bosch, you know, is it Bosch or whatever? Bosch, whatever, there, there are plenty outside there. And I listen and listen and listen and listen to dinner. By the time I woke up the first, second day, uh, the following day, I felt so re-energized. Half of what he was saying, I didn't hear because I surrounded myself with the... If somebody has given you agro at work, use the word to wash it away. If your neighbor is troubling you, use the word to wash it away. And I know as husband and wife, you don't have arguments at all. But on the very rare occasion, 
That something that looks like argument come up. Don't use it to shut his or her mouth. After you have finished the argument, put on the... And let it wash over you. Can I have amen onto that one? All right. I purposely spend time on that one. Okay? Uh, the others, I move quickly over there. That we help you to have the word around you. Befriend those who like the word. Hallelujah. And I'll be very happy to have word groups here. You know, uh, we have a special... We have WhatsApp for everything. I WhatsApp group for everything. Is it not about that we have a WhatsApp group in the house fellowship purposely that you must not share any other type of Bible verse you gain? Would that help or not? Whatever we put our attention to, we will get. And this WhatsApp, I will talk to you another day. It's, it's, it's something else. Convert the gift of scripture memorization. One of the things that I've done, that's another Jew, convert the gift of scripture memorization. When I see people that can, you know, get scripture out of them, I don't, I don't just say, ah, see, is it only scripture? No, 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 no. I convert it. When I hear George Adeboye quoting scripture from Ophir, I said, Lord, beautiful. When I hear a bishop, you know, reeling scripture out, I, I convert. I say, man, you know, when I hear even younger people, much younger than myself in ministry or in age, I say, Lord, and I may not be able to memorize. That's not my gifting. But if I listen over and over and over again, I started seeing that scripture started sticking onto me. Whatever you seek, that's what you will find. I've mentioned that to you before. Uh, of many things that people can do. If anyone smokes marijuana, comes to Abedin today, before it, it, before it gets dark, ah, it's not a good time to say before it gets dark, because it doesn't get that easily. But before night, anyway, you will find where they are selling marijuana. You agree with me? Oh, you will find it. If anyone is on cocaine, you will find it. Whatever you are seeking, you will find. May you find the word of God. Let me mention a few don'ts unto you. Number one, avoid anyone who does not like the scripture or disparages it. Don't ever believe that there is a sustainable growth without the word. First one, avoid people that don't like scripture. They tell you they don't. They want to disparage it. Don't also ever believe that there's a sustainable growth without the world. Anyone who tells you that you can go ahead in life without world is purposely deceiving you or is a magician. And both of them, they don't belong to your life. Because there's no way as believers that we can get what God has planned for us except through the word. The word is all he has given unto us. And God will not make an exception. Another don't. Number three. Don't waste your time on the word of people or the suggestions of Satan. Always counteract with the word of God. So that's session number one. Keep the word on you. Session number two, word in you. The next level is to move from having the word on you to put the word what? In you. With all the best of intention, if I had been in that kitchen yesterday, the food was smelling on me, and everything, and I decided not to eat of the food, it is useless. I needed to eat the food before I get the benefit of the food. So thank God for coming to church. Thank God for having the word around you, but we need to take a step further and do what? And let the word enter into us so that I can do the work. And take the example of smokers. It's a very fairly negative example, but it, it touched me. It might touch one or two people here. Do you know that it's very possible for those that stay around cigarette smoke to catch cancer? Uh, what's this man that died of it in this nation? Roy Castle. He, he, he made it very popular. 
he was, um, he, was, uh, he was a performing artist. He was going from pub to pub in those days when there were no restrictions on smoking. And um, he never smoked. But because he was always in a very thick environment with smoke, in very rare cases that, that was recorded, he had a lung cancer directly related to smoking because the, the slides of the one that gets from, lung, from smoking is different from when you look at it under the microscope. So you can know for a certain degree of certainty that the person got it from smoking. Anyway, he got it from smoking. And the wife was you know, you know, um, sensitizing the whole nation. One of the reasons why they've been banning smoking in public places. But do you know that it's a different ball game if a person picks up cigarette and smokes it itself. You will get it quicker. The person will get it, you know, um, faster or whichever other word you want to use. And once a person catches that cancer, very sorry to be using this very bad example, but you can learn something from it. Jesus used bad example as well. When a person gets asked, so let take the word of God like that. When you then smoke it and it changes something in you, reorganizes yourself and becomes, you know, a cell that is divided and increasing, you know, it spreads. Uh, when you're taking the word so well, even beyond what you are taking it for, it spreads. So you're barely taking the word just for finance, you find that it can spread into your health, can spread into other areas. So please, we need to devise means of taking the word. How can we take the word? Number one, take it as food. Whether as necessary food or necessity or just as nicety, take it as food. In Psalm 90, verses 9 to 10, Psalm 90, verses 9 and 10, they say, Reverend, that's the New Living Translation, reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true, each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. What was he describing there? What was he describing there? The word of God. That the word of God is not only looking, does not only look good, it can also taste good in the mouth. And so we should get to the point in which the word of God tastes good in our mouth. You just want to have it. And the way you react to food depends upon the state in which you are. When you are hungry, how does food taste in your mouth? Fantastic. And that's why some people, they have the trick of delaying the food before they serve it. That whatever they put on the table for you, you will gulp it. (laughs) And it might be a trick that I might be teaching someone that does not know. Just don't serve in time. People are picky when you have too much. And sometimes some of us, we go through that period of what you call tolerance. You know, you have so much of the word. And sometimes God allows situations to happen in your life that you are devoid of the word of God. And the first dose of word of God you take takes very sweet. Just as I was telling you last week, it was as if I've not had those words before. Because there was a degree of hunger. That's why when you go to Tesco, especially since we'll be fasting in a few weeks, in a few days' time, and most, please watch where you go during those fasts. No, if you purposely decide to walk by all means through the bakery section in Asda or Tesco, you know, helping situation. Some of you are very mature. Even when you are fasting and they want to spoon food you with the food, your mouth will close. Grace to you. But there are some that are still struggling. Watch out. Amen. 
So it is also the same thing with the word of God. Sometimes when we are hungry, that is the time for you to go for it. When you are ill, the word is not just about taste, it's about survival. You agree with me? And so sometimes in our life, when we say take the word as fruit, we are going through circumstances and you don't feel like taking the word. You might need to force yourself to take the word. Hallelujah. It also tastes well when you eat it in company of other people. Hallelujah. When you eat in company of other people. That's why on Wednesday, it's some, those that avail themselves of coming, you find that it's very sweet sometimes when we share and we give everybody the opportunity to talk. It tastes better when you eat in company of others. I was going to add this one, you know, but I, I was going to remove this one, but I may, let me add it. Sometimes the people that cook the food may not enjoy it as much as those that they cook it for. Women, you can relate to that. And so that's why you should pray for those that are in teaching and preaching ministry. If they don't have time when they study only for their own consumption, they may be more famished than you can imagine. Because most of the attention is that, will it go well? Will it not go well? I spend a lot of time. How do we present this? How do people get it? Rather than sit down and take it raw and enjoy it. We are too concerned about, uh, dot that one, put that salt there, put that whatever in it. So all these things we need to be aware of. Amen? When we are going to deal with the word of God so that we can get the best out of it. Okay, number two, you can take it as medicine as well. You can take it as medicine, not just as food. You eat food before you are sick. You eat food day by day. You also eat food when you are ill. But there are times when the word is just medicine and nothing more. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. The word of God is more often than not a medicine to be taken. And may I please encourage us, brethren, when we say it's medicine, I'm simply saying the word on his own, even without prayer. Do you know some of the things we run around looking for prayer for, we sometimes just need to quote the word and things will change. Do you know that? And most of the time, what you need, you don't need somebody to administer medicine to you. I don't know how many of us must go and see a doctor for a simple flu or a simple headache when it's not gone out of control. Majority of medication that happens in all society, even in the West, where medication and medicine are very stringently kept, majority of medication taken, they are off the counter medication that you can take on your own. What am I saying? You don't need to see a pastor, you don't need to see an apostle, you don't need to see anybody before you take the word and it will work for you. Am I making sense? And let's teach our children so. Because the church, sometimes we depend so much on the doctors the preachers, rather than just go to the shelf, grab it and apply it. And I'll give you practical examples of how you can grab the word and apply it as medicine to your own situation. You don't need to wait for anyone. The medicine is there. All you need to do is to just grab it. And that's why Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 8 verse 8, our Lord was very excited. When the man confessed, Matthew chapter 8 verse 8, he was very excited. When the man knew the importance of the word, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Don't pray. Don't just say a word. And that's why he says in Psalm 107 verse 20, Psalm 107, he sent forth his word and his word heals them. 
Even when most of the healings that take place, they are not because of long prayer. More often than not, they are simply because of the word rightly spoken in season. The very first set of healing that the Lord granted me the opportunity to witness him do. You know, I love the way one, 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 one friend put it. He said, we are privileged witnesses. When you minister to people, you are only witnessing what God is doing. So that's why I'm putting it that way. I remember the only thing I quoted, I said, the Lord said, the Bible said, if I lay my hands on the sick, they shall recover. I stood on that word, and there was instant recovery in that person. Why? The word works. It wasn't a matter, oh, Lord, please, there are times to pray. I agree with you. But let's focus on what today. Let me hear a rousing amen from the room. Will you take the word and apply it as medicine? And the Lord will help us. Just take it and apply it. And there are many sections in which we can apply. Most sicknesses that, that are available, God has made answers available in the scriptures. For your financial sickness, Deuteronomy 28 verse 12, he said, you shall lend unto nations and you shall not be a debtor. Go, go, keep quoting that one. Keep applying it to your situation. Uh, many things we call prayer, they are murmuring. Lord, since all this time, with all the time I prayed, with everything, see my condition, it doesn't work. Just stand on the word. The Lord will open to you his good treasure. And when you take that as medicine, how do you put it? The Lord will open to me. The heavens to read it with me. Or, 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 is it only for me? Or let, let's start together. The Lord will open to me his good treasure. The heavens to give the rain to my land in this season. And to bless all the work of my hand. I shall. But I You can say that as long as you try your effort to fulfill the initial promise of verse 1. He said, all these blessings shall follow you if you hearken diligently. You can be assured that this word will work for you. Why will you be an exception? Why will I be an exception? There are many that have prospered through that. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. Can be another medicine you can take to your financial condition. And if you are in debt, he has said that you will lend and not borrow. How many of us we are up to here, including our mortgage? And I'm challenging myself. It's about time. I started saying there should be no borrowing. It's possible if we pursue it. Remember, those that are in workers' meeting morning, what do we talk about? Pursuit. Pursue it. Pursue it long enough. Oh, I've been pursuing it long. Keep pursuing it. Pursue it from another angle. Because that's another answer to our question. You may be pursuing it one way, pursue it another angle. And my God shall supply according to, not even according to your requirement. And that's why somebody asked for a cone of ice cream. And God gave him according to his, not according to his request. That's the way he does his thing. Whether Radevi knew or quoted that scripture does not matter. Maybe some other scriptures that he quoted seeped in, allowed the thing to reach this one. What about healing? Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. Because very soon, I hope you are writing them down. I'm not distributing prayer points for you. You will take the medicine for where you are hurting. Because there will be two ways in which we're going to be healed today. If you diligently hear the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandment and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which are brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. And in Exodus 23, verse 25, Exodus 23, verse 25, he says something very similar to that as well. 
So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. Wow. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. So two things there, healing and health. And you don't need to be sick before you start quoting scripture. And that's dropping in my heart now. Why don't we all just commit unto that? And say at least, maybe twice a week, do something possible. Maybe put a sticker. I say I will quote health scriptures, not healing, health scriptures. And let's see how we will feel in this church, including flu and everything. Because after all, in the house, what is happening to Egypt? I could see it happening everywhere now. Maybe. Let's put God to test. Hallelujah. Let's see whether we will become a sample unto many other people. And say, in that church, we decided to be quoting health scriptures. Health scriptures. And six months has passed. Not a single person with cold. Hallelujah. Is somebody excited about that? Let's try it. God is looking for people. He said, the eyes of the Lord rose to and fro. You are to see whose heart is perfect towards sin. So that he can show himself strong through them. So that God can prove unto the world that the world works. Do you know that's all he's looking for? How many opportunities I've missed to let the people know that the world works? I've gained it once here or there, but I, I could do more. And you can do more. So these are medicine for us. Because some of these medicines are not only for healing, they're also for preventative. Psalm 91 verses 5 and 6. Psalm 91 verses And I can go on and on. Healing scriptures, if you're taking notes so that you can use to pray later on. Isaiah 53 verse 5. But let's look at, don't put that on the screen. Just dictate it for those that are taking notes. And Psalm 107 verse 20, I mentioned that. Mark 16, 18, lay hand on the sick and they shall recover. Mark 16. So when it's time to pray, you want to pray for yourself or pray for people, you will open your scripture, you will apply it, and then after that, as the Lord will lead, I will minister to people. Psalm 91, verses 5 and 6. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. Verse 6, please. Nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Why wouldn't I be afraid? Because the word of the Lord is working for you. Hallelujah. As I round up now, we need to talk about the word from you. You need to let the word flow from you into the community around you. Speak to your neighborhood. Speak to this nation. Speak unto your family. Ring fence everything with the word of God. There's a word for any situation in life in the scripture. Search those words out. And then as you speak those words, I have no doubt in my mind, we shall begin to see great changes in Jesus' name. That's what Barnabas did. He spoke the word into the life of Saul of Tarsus, and he became Saul of Tarsus today. Let's form groups of people who will be prophesying life into each other's life, genuinely. You know, there are many groups we form. Let's form groups like that. And as we step into that, God's name will be glorified. Above all, the word of God saves. Saves from sin. Saves from hell. And that is the starting point of the word. If you are already Thanks be to God. If you are not sure or you are doubting, been going to church for years and you're not so sure where, I don't know whether this thing they talk about, you know, being saved or being born again or giving your life to Christ, I don't understand it fully. It might be a good day for you to let the word do the work, to bring you to relationship with him, to settle you in him. And the way that word works, sometimes you don't even know the word that works. When I gave my life to Christ, I can't remember the sermon, but I knew that something entered into me. I trust God, something I sent time to you today too. And it shall be a permanent work the Lord will do in Jesus' name. Because of our time,
You need to rise and pray now. Somebody shout, I have the word. Uh, 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 do you know what you say you have? I'm talking of the word of God. Real word. If you are so confident on that word, I expect you to say it more confidently. Tell yourself, I have the word. How does that sound? You have the word. You have the word. Tell your neighbor, I have the word. I hope your neighbor is believing you. Hallelujah. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the spirit of the Son of God. I've got the life. I've got the life. What are the people to their spirit and their life? The word at thy spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ says. John chapter 6, verse 63. They are spirit and the life. I go the life, I go the life. Sing it with all joy. Sing it three times until you believe it. Fire, come on. Everything that is contrary with us, because the spirit of the living God, that said it, the word that I speak, the spirit of going to leave those words that we have mentioned and you begin to confess into your situation. Whether it is for healing, whether it is for financial, whether it's for spiritual growth, the word is in you. The word is in you. And you will deploy those words right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want us to do one special one and then I will leave you to open the rest and um, if you're taking notes, I want all of us to confess together because it's a major area that is all encompassing. Isaiah 53 verse 5. Isaiah 53 verse 5, a well-known verse unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it on the screen? Okay. You want to read that? Want to go? I'm not looking. Want to go? Uh huh. Hallelujah. 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 Go to First Peter chapter two, verse twenty-four. Let's take that one, the New Testament version, and we confess that, and we will use it as we, because we're going to make it a corporate healing anointing to flow in this place right now. Are you ready? 
Are you ready? Want to go? In his own body on the tree. That we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were, by whose stripes, by whose stripes we were, by whose stripes, it is on the shelf, he has done it, you are going to step into it. The medication has been put together, the drip is flowing into your blood already, allow it to work fully. Let the effect of the word work fully. So we confess God. I say, Father, your word say, you bore our sins on the cross. And we have died unto our sins. And we are living for righteousness. Therefore, by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we were healed. We were healed as families. We were healed as a church. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voices. Let's pray together. Let's believe God. Let the strong pray alongside the weak. Let the weak pray alongside the stronger. By his stripes we were healed. He mentioned that we shall live unto righteousness. Every literal and big sickness in this room right now. Every sickness on the outside. Every sickness in the womb, every sickness in the tummy, every sickness in the head, by his stripes we were healed. We stand on the place of healing right now. We stand on the place of deliverance right now. Begin to extend your prayer onto other areas of your life. You are going to be healed financially. We're going to be healed emotionally. He has said you will learn and not borrow is your target i know you are not there i know we might not see it yet but why don't you go for that target why don't you go for that why don't you aim for that by his stripes you are healed healed of everything that does not glorify god healed of your sins healed of your iniquities healed of your transgression we were healed and the manifestation is in our flesh right now Ropo Santa Pray in church, pray. Church, pray. Church, pray. Call on the one who can heal. Lord, we are healed. And we put your word to test. Every little ailment in this room, every big ailment, every big diagnosis or smaller, let the virtue of Christ flow forth right now. And let the work of healing be done. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I say one more time, the word will work for you. The word will not be of no effect in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. He said, the word that has gone out of my mouth shall not return void. But it shall achieve all that I sent it to accomplish. This word going forth this afternoon, we achieve all the purpose of God in our lives in the name of Jesus. I want you to now begin to pray. And pray that from now on, all that you need, thank you Father, to live in the word. The help of the Holy Spirit will come your way right now. The help of the Holy Spirit will come. It's wanted to hear nothing to do.
the power to do shall flow forth right now. Divine ability shall flow forth right now. Every one of us within one week, our world life shall be transformed. It's my heart cry and my father shall grant it. It's a holy desire and it shall be granted. From this very room, people that will be exuding scripture from every part of their body shall be raised in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want us to pray for our children and the teenagers that are not here. Lord, let your word work for them. In their own little way, as they quote the scripture, the scripture will work. And they will be lovers of the word as well. Let's pray that prayer very quickly. Lord, we believe in you that your word will work for us and you will help us to take the word. Just with 30 seconds, I pray for the children. Pray for those that are not in this room, but they are part of the bigger body. That the hand of the Lord will be mighty upon us like never before. And we will see the glory of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. We lay hold on you for help. We need all the help to be lovers of your word. To chew your word. To hold on to your word. To eat it. To drink it. To move in it. And to be able to testify that truly and indeed the word works. The word works. As many as are discouraged or despondent or they don't even know what they are doing. Lord, today let the word fire them up. Let the word fire them. Fire us up with your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. He said, his word is like fire in my bone. I'm praying that that word of God or the word of God will do that kind of work in us. That we shall have our bones as it were impassioned, fired up, and that God will do what he has proposed to do. Thank you, Father. We give you honor and glory. There are some in this room that the Lord wants to touch choir, get ready to be ministry in the background. I don't know how the Lord, but God wants us to do something specially, and we're going to pray for them. A specific, specific person in here, You've been having right eye pain. Yes, right eye pain for a while and it's bothered you. You want to come forward quickly so that we can pray for you if you're in the house. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.